Hi, I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length. It's so ha- it's so nice to be back together and uh, doing things the right way and on and a little you know schedule. What? From what I can tell in the email, everyone else agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I Yeah. I got another one today from a guy actually I used to work with. He's like, podcast is great fun. Better with the two of you. Oh, it's true. It's hard to solo. It's just not as interesting. And uh, there's no arguing. Speaking unless you're crazy. (laughs) That's what I mean. I argue with myself. (laughs) Uh, We asked yesterday. Unless you're Tom. (laughs) We asked yesterday if you would uh, confirm that you can buy an anno for more than you need to on eBay, and we got inundated. Yes. With links, thanks to everybody. Confirmed like crazy. The best one that I saw was the one uh, where they're charging $50 extra because they'll give you free engraving. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like they'll take a toothpick and carve on it? I don't know. I don't it know. It scratches easily. But you get up to 15 letters. Super. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy to scratch. <laughs> yeah. They just scratch Anyone your name, right? Anyone can engrave the, it. <laughs> yeah, they don't engrave it on the back. It's on the screen. Yeah, this is why people, I will go to our phone call on this subject in a minute, but I just have to say, eBay is a sucker's market. Don't buy stuff on eBay. Don't buy hot new electronics because in three weeks you're going to be able to get them at regular price. Don't buy used electronics because you can find them cheaper on like Craigslist or in the paper or whatever. It's This is why I sell stuff on eBay because I know I can get more money than I should. And Alex called in with a prime example of that. Alex? Hi, this is Alex Brewer calling back again. Um, just a little funny thing I just saw on um, eBay, the auction I emailed you the link for. Um, that went for $208.50 with the $17 shipping, actually has a click here to buy it now link that goes leads to the seller's website um, that has it for sale for list. Um, this is the 2 gigabyte um, white for list price with cheaper shipping. So I just thought that was pretty funny that um, the people weren't smart enough to look at all the links when they were bidding above $200. Well, great. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. We got the link exactly. too, and then yeah, it's right there. You click on the buy it now, and you get it for <laughs> about I don't know twenty dollars less, right. Than if you bid, because people just go crazy with the bidding; they can't hey, help themselves. You know, if it's a one of the kind Charlie the Tuna lamp, I think that there needs to be sure. an eBay addiction program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. EA. E- EBA. Maybe it's hey, just eBay. showing <laughs> that a, a free market would actually cause yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, product alert. Ding. We saw on uh, some blog, <laughs> Techie Diva, that a white razor may be in the offing. Maybe is released, but details are at this time a thin. All we saw was pictures. All we saw were pictures of the white razor, which accompanies the um, rare and hard to come by unless you're a celebrity pink razor, which I admit... I kind of like, but the white razor actually looks pretty hot because it's shiny. Well, and the the picture looks like they shiny. took a silver razor and then painted the outside white. Yeah, I think it's possible that they photoshopped it. But if anyone has confirmation of the existence of a white razor, we want to hear from you here at Buzz Out Loud. Speaking of cell phones, also, we got an email from Charlie Meyer, Go Illini, that Sprint does, in <laughs> fact, have is that an some e- sort of code? Evdo card. He's at the University of Illinois, oh. which is where I graduated. Ah, I see. So Sprint does, in fact, have an Evdo card. Oh, look at that. All right. We so stand corrected. There you go. Bring on the Trio 700. Sprint we launching will, exclusively we will, we'll, with Verizon. Folks, Ugh. we'll get to Google in a minute, but first we need to talk about Microsoft. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you saw this one, right, on News.com. I did, and I think this is very interesting because of the panel that I recently moderated on the mobile music strategy of many companies, including Microsoft, which is like super hot to trot for mobile music. And yet the news today is that they have broken off licensing talks with the four major music companies, presumably because the licensing fees they want are too high. Now, this is the opposite of the four major music companies threatening <laughs> to break off their agreement with Apple. Right, exactly. Because Apple won't. I'm, what's happening is, you know, Apple has been getting a good deal on these licensing arrangements and they don't want to give the same deal to Microsoft and Microsoft saying, hey, Apple is only paying this much. And they're like, yeah, we, we're really sorry about that. We wish we hadn't done that. But you know what? They're just being greedy. Like Steve Jobs says. It's it's funny to me because they say, well, there's just not enough people buying digital music online, so we have to raise the price? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, turns out I'm they're not, not going to buy more for more. Yeah, I'm not an economics major, but I thought the supply and demand curve crossed. Yeah. At, I, I just can't, I can't see a scenario in which this is not outright greed. Yeah. I just can't. There's lot, you know what? There's lots of good music out there that you can just buy on your own for, you know, from yep. from directly from the artist or download for free. Yes. You can get They Might Be Giants albums right off their website hey. and in MP3s without any digital rights management protection. There you go. Take that music companies. So there you, yeah. And maybe Microsoft. But at Although the, this is actually not Microsoft's fault. No, no, this one's not. And another uh, positive Microsoft story <gasps> is... Uh, Two in one day. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> they're, uh, they're threatening to embrace <laughs> open source, would be the way I would characterize it. No, they're one of their... Leave open source alone! One of their executives is saying, no, we love open source. You know, we want to really learn how to embrace it and yeah, incorporate it. And they're always make saying software that. run on our platform, our one dominant platform. Uh -huh. No one else can have... We want to... Too. Incorporated. Microsoft isn't about to open the source to Windows or Internet Explorer, though. No. I mean, you can, I mean, you can count uh, this on This is that. not, I, I'm not even sure this is entirely news. Like, of course, Microsoft is going to embrace open source because they have to. It's the biggest threat to their dominance right now. The only thing that's news about it is that up until recently, they have been railing against open source. They have been sort of protesting too much that open source was a bad idea. Now well, they've changed, they have, but then they've, they've been changed on their the position. backside. They've been making, you know, Windows Server compatible with mm -hmm. Red Hat. And, you know, I mean, they've been taking steps even as they've been railing. So I don't think this comes as a surprise to anybody. It is a rhetorical change. Yes. It's a policy change, if so you will. Time for Google World Domination Watch. A new segment here on Buzz Out Loud. <laughs> As uh, we live here on planet Google, uh, let, let's just, I'll roll through the headlines real yeah, quick yeah, and then yeah. we'll kind of sum it all up. So uh, announcement today that they would be partnering with Sun on an office suite mm -hmm. produced by Google with Sun and Sun Office, the makers of Star Office and uh, funders of Open Office. Google faces obstacles in winning the San Francisco Wi-Fi contract. There right. are actually other companies bidding. <laughs> They're allowed <laughs> to bid against Google. Turns out. They will be crushed. Although, um, yeah, really, Google's offer is free. So. Although Earthlink won the uh, Philadelphia contract. Yes. So Earthlink will be providing Wi-Fi. But the maybe that's because Google never came to Philadelphia and said, hey, we'll do it for free. Yeah, Google's down yeah. here. They're that's kind of around. a good bid. Also, a little story about Google uh, offending the entire country of Taiwan <laughs> by making it part of China on their maps. Oh, they it, do call it a province. Well, Taiwan, well, Taiwan is a separatist province. They are rebelling against China. They have been since the 50s yeah. uh, when Mao Zedong beat Chiang Kai-shek on the mainland. So 
there's there's some there's some controversy there. In other there. technology news, Taiwan. Well, no, but Ta- Taiwan <laughs> thinks it's a separate country yes. and wants to be a separate well, country. And China, and China doesn't. doesn't recognize exactly. That. So it's a pretty Google, it's a Google's sticky wicket. China's side there. Yes, so, I think that's the interesting thing. Google has Google decided has <laughs> Taiwan is part of China. I guess. Yes. So sorry, Taiwan. <laughs> Google not commenting. Don't go against Google. <laughs> All right, that's it for uh, Google World Domination Watch. Yes, nothing too scary today. Not yet. Yet. Day's not over yet. Um, you know, I came across some somewhat old news, and I, I can't help but talk about it. This blogger at uh, Nerve.com made subway maps, including the New York City transit maps and BART, available for download for iPods or presumably other mobile devices that have color screens. Seems like a great service, right? Yeah, yeah. he digitized them. He made them tiny. He, I don't think he was even really charging for them. In fact, you can get a BART map for, for Palm, so he's just making it available for iPod. Yeah, Start. exactly. But the transit authorities in San Francisco and um, New York, unfortunately, sent him little knock-it-off nasty gramps. Is it uh, because they want to make money selling the maps? <laughs> they want to. <laughs> the New York Transit Authority came back to him, the, the Metropolitan Transit Authority, and said, we will grant you a one-year license to make these maps tiny and distribute them uh, for a fee of $500. Yeah, okay. Yeah, $500. You know, they do make you know money what? These off are maps. maps. They're maps. That This is the kind of service like AAA. It gives you maps for free. You know why? Because when people get lost... They get confused, they get scared, they they call the cops, they go and they use up like transit authority resources that might otherwise be, I don't know, watching for terrorists. Like, come on, they're maps. But they make Let money people off have those them. maps. Obviously. I mean, I see the people they with want the to little F train so. t-shirts. Those are licensed through the MTA. Yeah, well, people will can't license just, just about just, anything they can think of. Can't just give that stuff away, Molly. Can't be just giving away helpful information that will keep people from wandering around the New York subway until they die. There's a copyright issue at stake there. Yeah. Something to remember when we interview Lawrence Lessig. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about this important mapping subject? All right. Another blow to Firefox, uh, at least in the in the world of, of press <laughs> in the PR relations. World. Uh, the site this does look pretty bad. Yeah. The, the Firefox promo site uh, was taken down by hackers. Yes, using a flaw in the browser. Yeah. Oops. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah, apparently it is not not just the first, but the second time that that's happened to that site. But you know what? That I still maintain that is because Firefox has become big enough to become a target now. I think that's probably true. Well, and like any software, it has its flaws and people are now actively trying to discover and exploit them. But what is interesting to me is that it suggests that Firefox is no longer kind of the sacrosanct darling of the hacker community. That now, instead of being like, but this is our baby, our open source browser, they're like, let's take that mofo down. Except for the paid Microsoft minions. Mm. That are the ones leading the attack. Did we have too much positive Microsoft news today? Bracket conspiracy theory. (laughs) Bracket. No, I, you know, I, I do. I, I think the race will now be actually more honest, which is which browser is really yes. more secure rather than Firefox is is never sinned. Right. And we don't we don't know washed clean. You bring up an excellent point, which is that we don't truly empirically know which one of these browsers is more secure. We know that Firefox has been more secure because there weren't as many attacks. That's it. Now it's on a level playing field. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so we'll see. And, you know, as long as HP is well, now putting Netscape really. okay, on... stop. Don't email me. It's not really a level playing field. I understand <laughs> that. But it's a little more equal now. Dude, you wish you could stop those yeah, emails. They're, they're already coming. arriving. <laughs> and I, we haven't even posted this yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's insane. <laughs> they psychically sensed it. All right. Anything else? I got nothing. All right. 
uh, email us, buzz at cnet.com. As you have heard, we do read your emails and we, we do read some on the air. And we also uh, want your calls, 1-800-616-CNET. We've got uh, interviews coming up. We're going to try to interview John Battelle and Lawrence Lessig. Yes, John so, Battelle of Search Blog fame, who will be talking to us about this week's O'Reilly uh, Web 2.0 conference. Hopefully we'll have the that one for of the tomorrow. Internet. So keep on downloading. <laughs> Bye. One pill makes you larger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, am I keeping that? That's going to be my ringtone.